Psalm 1 Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Good morning. You're listening to episode 20 of Lavish Hospitality. My name is Kim, and welcome to our last day at the Cove. Usually say welcome to my table, but I'm currently sitting on a couch in a hotel room or in a lodge room here at the Cove in Asheville, North Carolina. We are getting ready for the last two sessions of our week with Mike Card, talking about the details of Jesus's ministry and life and what they mean and how they kind of interpret the Gospels for us, how then we can um, read scripture, maybe a little bit more knowledgeable about the culture of that day and what it would mean. So it's been a good week. We have hiked a lot. My legs are hurting from the uphill, downhill walking that we've done. And looking forward to especially seeing our boys later on today. I know they've grown. I mean, the pictures, they look like small giants. So we look forward to seeing them this evening. Kind of walk through the rest of Psalm 1 and pray through it to start your morning or afternoon or whenever you listen to this podcast. We walked through Blessed um, is the Man verses 1 and 2 last week. Going to go back over that and then finish up with the rest of Psalm 1. Psalm 1 is a dual psalm, most scholars think, to pair it with Psalm 2. So we will get to that next week. But um, it kind of marks two ways of living. You have the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. Kind of you see that throughout the Psalms and really throughout Scripture. You see two ways of living, a life pleasing to the Lord through Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit or the way of the wicked, which does not please God, and um, you're walking counter to the Holy Spirit, living for yourself. So we are given promises that go with the way of the righteous, and we also see in this passage how Jesus is the perfect man. He is the most righteous man. He is the only one who fulfills this perfectly, and we see these promises true in his life as well. Just take a moment and pray that God will that God will open our minds and our hearts to living more in tune with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come and reside in us which you do if we are believers in Christ and have been redeemed by his blood, you reside in us and We are thankful for that as we walk and live in this world 
And I pray that you would reveal to us ways that we are not living righteously, that we are living for ourselves and and living for our own comfort, living just on our own and not really in step with the Spirit. Pray that you would reveal that so we would walk in the way of the righteous and be righteous as you are righteous, as your word says, and not go the way of the wicked and the shaft that are blown away. I pray that you would enable us to delight in your word and in your law as Jesus did, as he not only quoted the Hebrew Bible, but that he thought it. He It was just in his mind the whole time because he meditated on it so much. It was just flowing in his thought. This kind of his grid grid for thinking was the Hebrew Bible. And I pray that your word would dwell in us so much so that we would not only quote scripture when we have the opportunity, but just that it would flow out of us in how we live and move and have our being. Pray that you would make us like a tree with deep, solid, strong roots. These oak trees that are hundreds of years old, that have withstood hurricanes, like the one I'm thinking of in Charleston that's several centuries old. Charleston has gotten its fair share of hurricanes and the winds and the strong rains and the mud, and it's still standing, and it's strong, and it's beautiful, and it provides shade, and it's Leaves do not wither, and its leaves are gorgeous and green and plentiful. Make us like that. Make me like that. That we would be like a tree planted by streams of water. Water brings nourishment. I pray that you would plant my life beside nourishing things. Your word. People to come alongside and bring nourishment through your word and encouragement that you would not let me be in a dry, brittle ground where there is no water. I want to be someone who yields its fruit in its season. And every season of life is going to be different. I pray that you would allow me to walk through the, maybe the not fruitful seasons, maybe the ones where I'm not seen great and abundant fruit from my life. I pray that you would allow me to be faithful, that I would trust in your word, knowing that fruit is coming to stay, to stay close to the vine, to abide, as it says in John. And its leaf does not wither, but in all that he does, he prospers. And God, we know that this is not a promise for a, an easy life where everything we do just is abundant and beautiful, but we know that there will be hardships. We know that there, there will be times of stumbling. Um, so it is not a promise that we will just have a successful life and everything will go our way. It is poetry and we believe that there will be times of great prospering because your word does not return void. Your word is perfect and true 
And we know that you are a good God, so we we uh, cling to you in moments that are are not as fruitful or that are hard or refining. Because you often say in your word that we will go through refining times, but we look forward to the prospering as well. Make us not like the wicked, that the wind drives away like the the shaft that's been separated from the wheat and doesn't weigh anything and it just gets carried along by the wind and scattered. I pray that my life would not be a life that is scattered, but that one but to be one that is strong and rooted in your word. It says that the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And as we look to the day that that Christ will return and claim his people for his own and have that inheritance, that beautiful bride, pray that you would keep us, as it says, that you will keep us until that day, that you, your sheep, know your voice, and that we will stand before you one day, claiming Christ as our only way to salvation. This is for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. Yahweh, the covenantal God, the Hesed, full of Hesed, full of covenantal love for his people. That God knows the way of the righteous. Jesus, he knew your way when you were here on earth. He knows our way today as we walk before him in this life. We don't have to be anxious about the future. We don't have to be anxious about where our kids will be in the future or what hardships lie ahead. But we can rest assured that you know our way because we are in Christ. I pray that we would stand firm in that truth. Pray that that we would delight in living the life of the righteous. That we would not desire the way of the wicked. And that looks so different. And it's such a fine line sometimes in our lives, Lord. But as I saw the other day, just just a brief thing on Instagram are the people that I'm following on Instagram and other social media. Does it look like where I want to be in five years as a woman of God, as a person who lives and breathes your word, as a person who loves my family well in the way that they need to be loved? Where am I planting my life? I want to have a full ministry in my home where I'm teaching the word not only to my kids, but to women in my community, that I'm practicing hospitality to people I know and people who I don't have much of a relationship with, and to my boys and to my husband. Pray that I would live a life welcoming to them, and I pray that First, you would do a work of the word in my heart and then let it come out in my art and how I serve other people through that. 
Give me a ministry of the word, not only in teaching and in this podcast where I have conversations with other people, but also in my art. God, some people listening may not have a podcast and may not do art, but they love their children or they serve as a pastor's wife in their church or they work at a secular job where they're among unbelievers eight hours a day or more or they're serving people in a hospital because they're nurses or they're teachers where they're given a group of kids all day long to pour into. Pray that you would make their lives righteous and the way of the righteous will be fruitful. I pray that you would give them fruit. So God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for its perfection. I thank you for its fruit in our life. I thank you for Christ who fulfilled this perfectly, who saw his life um, as a tree planted, even as we think by the Jordan River or the Sea of Galilee. His life yielded fruit. His life wasn't easy, as we know. He died on the cross for our sins. And some people would think that a life of 33 years wasn't fruitful because he didn't have a long and prosperous life and he didn't have lots of money and he was rejected by people and he had so much conflict in his three years of life, of ministry here on earth. But God, we know that Christ was perfect and we thank you for his perfect life and how he lived in deep, deep welling up community with you. And we pray the same thing for our lives through the blood of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.